down to the deep end and get back what's gone wrong and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. And we're back. Once again. Blowing out eardrums with our (laughs) ridiculously loud theme music. Hey, if they didn't like it, they wouldn't turn in. They might not. They don't. uh, (laughs) It is your boy's movie mayhem podcast hosting, as per usual, Matt. Brian. And uh, it's about a Sunday. It is about a Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, it's also about a time we finish a trilogy up. You know, we're finishing the fall season. We're finishing our Cornettos. That's right. And it's about time we play a movie that finishes up a, a, a sequence, I guess a series that we started a while ago. Season two, I believe. Yeah, this has been a long time coming. I know you've all been waiting, and you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We've really we've really actually kind of gone back to back, if you think about it, because we, uh, we did the second leg of this trilogy in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah. naturally, are talking about... Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy. That's right. Right. So, as our longtime listener will know, uh, we both <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one. They, they appreciate you, fam. Uh, we. I think it's just me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, got, we got plenty of people. Well, we had our boy um, Brian Kelly come on and do Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. right? And then we did Hot Fuzz. That's right. Uh, and now our movie this week is The World's End. The third of three movies starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and uh, directed by uh, Edgar Wright. That's correct. And to do this, we have our our buddy, our pal. Our boyo. Yeah. Uh, all, per- perennial friend of the show. Um, co- Host in the wings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if any one of us go down with some unknown illness. Our substitute <laughs> hoster. Uh, co-co-host of uh, Pick the Last Podcast. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, our man's... Mike DeQua- I won't give your last name, you know, keep you off the grid. Let's give him a, let's give the let's give the world his Wi Fi password and <laughs> <laughs> Mike DeQuatro. Hello everybody, thank you for having me on again. I appreciate it. Yeah. So subdued as the co creator so of this he's, podcast. He's trying to keep it together because <laughs> so his girlfriend's watching so him, so he's like, I can't be too crazy. I'm now. a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Um, Remember that last time yeah. you opened up with like five F words? Yeah. <laughs> F- when? <laughs> Never. Just, oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> I got confused. I was like, I couldn't have done it. Good mate. That sounds like me. I know that happens a lot during mic check with Andrew uh, with uh, Andrew in the yeah. Pick Last podcast. <laughs> fuck, so, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. So we know, Mikey, that like this movie, The World's End, has always been uh, a favorite of yours. I don't know if it's your favorite of the Cornetto trilogy. I don't believe it is, but you mm-hmm. usually liked it. Uh, you liked it a lot more than we did when we all yes. saw it at first. When we all saw it, I was like, this movie's not... like You guys were like, it's good. You're like, it's not as good as the rest. And I was like, I don't know. I think I could put it... I could put it up there. Like it could hang. It hangs. It hangs. It hangs. And it's not. It's not a big drop off at all. Um, Hot Fuzz is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a. Lot, that's one of the movies where the first time I watched it, I didn't like it as much as right. Shaun of the Dead. But then when you watch it like two or three times after that, and you start catching all the smaller jokes, you're like, this movie's fucking funny. That was my you experience know? too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So 
This one, I kind of felt like the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I found more things to find funny in this than when I first saw it in it, theaters. It grew, and this, do you mean, like, in the script? In, like, the... Or the fact that you now know Edgar Wright's work a little bit more. That, too. So you know, that like, the, the little things that make him work. Like, yeah. the little visual comedy bits. Yeah. So there's the sleek transitions. So, so I think it was, like, kind of everything all put together uh, kind of made me appreciate it more now mm-hmm. than, uh, you know, than when I first saw it. So now I kind of put it, I was telling Matt earlier, I think I kind of put it, like, right next to Shaun of the Dead for me. I think it's, like, Hot Fuzz and then Shaun of the Dead and The World's End. So second in the... Three, yeah. yeah. It's it's tied for second. Tied for second. It's tied for second. In a race of three, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's tied, tied for, for second. second. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, it's... I think all three of us are in agreement that we like Hot Fuzz the most. Yeah. Would you say mm-hmm. that, Mark? Hot Fuzz is the best one. I hold Shaun of the Dead very, very closely to Hot Fuzz, though. Mm-hmm. I think I like Shaun of the Dead a lot more than most. Um, so for me, the just by default, the world's end therefore is the my the, least, favorite. least favorite. Although I do have reasons as to why I think that. You know, mm. uh, I think we should get into them probably today. Yeah, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you guys really want to do it today? I yeah. mean, uh, we're I gonna do it about any time. I didn't think that that's what we would do in the world's end episode. Huh? <laughs> just save it for fun. The fact, this is actually the, the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you sign up for our Patreon, we'll, yeah. we'll be sure oh, to like, put that in. <laughs> No, we don't have a Patreon. We're not. We're not that. Oh, we're not that. Cool. I did sign up for one. I just didn't done anything with it. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, I mm-hmm. honestly don't know what we would do with a Patreon. I know somebody who has a Patreon. They're they're like a Twitch streamer, mm-hmm. uh, and they have a Patreon, and they have one person who pledges one dollar a month to them. Wow. And I'm pretty sure it's their wife. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm pretty sure it's I mean, just like, uh, honey, like, can I get a dollar? That's <laughs> some love. Oh, we don't have any yeah. more content to give to yeah. Patreon yeah. donators. Yeah, like yeah, they all like the they all like, levels. And not, yeah, we like, have another. Matt's level. gonna have to start taking some loot. So that's yeah, because yeah, yeah. like, yeah. we give we give a hundred percent every single goddamn that's week. You know, we leave nothing on the table. And that's not going to change anytime soon. Speaking of, nice table, by the yeah, way. Thank we, you. We Thank have you. a solid I, table this week. This is an Ikea special. Oh, um, yes. And yes. by special, I mean the this part of the table was like $5. And the legs, the top of the table was $5. The legs were $8 each. The legs cost more than the table, and that's what makes it expensive. Well, you can't have a table without legs. This is true. But right? you also can't have a table without a top. That's also without true. a tabletop. Yeah. True. <laughs> so pick and choose your battles, Matthew. <laughs> you know, this isn't the hill I'm going to die on. Let's start with the <laughs> so this movie um, follows uh, Gary, Gary King, King. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, perennial fuck up. I'm throwing that word around too much. A man but... in arrested development. Yeah. He, he uh, peaked someone, in high school. He peaked in high school, never really matured past that. And he invites his boys over uh, back to their hometown to go for the Golden Mile, which is 12 pubs that they each drink, they drink a pint out of each one, and if they can get through all 12, I guess, good for them. Uh, it's, yeah, and, it's like a pride thing. Yeah, yep. of course. It's like a pilgrimage for them. Mm-hmm. Um, however, his friends have all moved on with their lives and outgrown Gary King, and this leads for a lot of conflict coming into the... And also, the town does not seem to be uh, what they the same town that they left. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all exactly the same, but too much so. So they they originally did this their was it their last day of high school right they they went on the golden mile and they never finished it but one by one they started losing people until it was Gary King and Andy uh you know Nick, played by Nick Frost uh they were like the last two standing that kind of skipped the last was it the last bar or the last two bars last three last, bars last three bars, bars. Last three and bars. then like just kind of Stephen too there's three oh of yeah them. Stephen that's right yeah there's three of them yeah so they kind of just you know. Relaxed, never yeah. finished it, but um, 
so yeah, I mean that's kind of where it starts us off for that, you know, pilgrimage. Well, yeah, but then it comes, it, it kind of uh, dissolves into you seeing Gary King at group therapy. That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you you kind of get a fat like the idea that yeah he has not grown out of that being the best day of his life, but he's done stuff since then to kind of recapture the glory, yeah. and that stuff may have been. Uh, not the most PG thirteen of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it and it caused I think him to lose a lot of the most important people in his life. Yep, which were his childhood friends. Which are his childhood yeah. friends. That's right. Right. So the movie starts off after this group therapy shot mm-hmm. of him uh going to like re to bring the boys back together. Yep. to get the band back together and and convince them all to do this to do this pilgrimage. And in each one, you kind of see that. The his friends are doing really well right now. They all have careers, they have families and stuff like that, but there's something off with each of their lives. Like, for example, like Pete, um, he is a, a car salesman. He seems to be doing quite well for himself, but he's still working under his dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, there seems to be, like, a, kind of a lack of autonomy there. Right. You know? Uh, same thing with, with, with uh, O-Man, mm-hmm. who, uh, which I think is, like, a really cool, like, pun name yeah it's a you know, Oliver a, yeah, his name's Oliver Omen. he's got yeah. a sixth birthmark on him so they call him Omen yeah it's fucking that was a, that's another one of those things where you don't think about it you yeah, know exactly. well, it's also like their, all their last names and like it was uh, Gary King is the king right mm-hmm. uh, it's Oliver Chamberlain who is we, we found out it's someone who is in charge of the house yeah like, so he's yeah. a real estate like a agent yeah uh, does it uh Andy Knight, Andy, Andy Knightley, Knightley, which is like kind of like the second hand. Yep. To yeah, the king. and they protect the king. Stephen mm-hmm. Prince is the uh, like the, like the pretty boy. Yeah, the pretty boy, but also like a step below step the, below the king, the and that was sort of Stephen's relationship yep. with him. Yeah. And then also Peter Page, who is the servant. Yeah, yeah. Is a servant. Page yeah. is like a servant. Hmm. Yep. So, uh, it, 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 so like that's that's a pretty cool dynamic. And then yeah. you'll also see in the movie. Every single pub, like the name of it, describes like what's happening in the plot. Like at yeah, that moment, yeah, it's it's essentially the same thing. In uh, they, they kind of do the same foreshadowing that they do in Shaun of the Dead. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you no, know, yeah, they play, they say the entire movie. They say the entire yeah. movie of and what's going to happen, and then it happens. Exactly, you know? and it, so. it's quite it's, it's pretty much like that, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool. That's the kind of shit that we like from Edgar Wright movies. Yeah. You know, we like that uh, like complex narratives. We like. You know, really deep foreshadowing, lots of, like, things that you're rewarded for on the second or third viewing. Mm-hmm. You know, even, like, things that, uh, like, like dialogue this time around really, like, help me out and, and make the experience a lot better coming around. Like, for example, uh, there was in... So when, when Gary King's late to pick them up from the train station. Right, right. Right? And, and like, they're like, what did I say? I pick you up at three. They're like, it's almost four. Right? And then uh, <laughs> he says something that's, like, really... Isn't it three for four or something like that, or three to yeah, four or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's, like, it's like three to four. Um, <laughs> and, and then he's and then he like tells them all to get in or something like that. And so they go, oh, yeah, we replaced this, that, that, that. But it should run the same. And then like the camera like goes to like their faces as pure dumbstruck, like one yeah. after the other. Oh, and, and the there's oh, no, oh yeah, and the bells are in the, the back are because it becomes four o'clock because yes. it was almost four when he it's when up. They, it's when they call the beast, uh, which is uh, Gary King's car. They call the beach an antique. Yeah. So yes. he's like, oh, let's get this antique on, on the, the road, road show. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then it's like ding, ding, yes, ding yes. you know, and it pans to each one of their faces, just right. like what did we get ourselves into yeah. already <laughs> yes exactly Sorry, but that's like a kind of a classic Edgar Wright thing to do where he has like this like he'll he'll set up a character to have, say something really dumb and like mm-hmm. the reaction is set to a and what makes the reactions even funnier 
is the sound effect in the background. Yeah, yeah and it's usually something that's incorporated from the conversation earlier on, yep. or even a, a two or three conversations earlier on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's the, that's the kind of writing that we watch Edgar Wright movies for. Um, like there's a, there's a few of them too. There's like uh. You know, in the car, when he talks about, like, oh, we're the three musketeers. Like, we're the five musketeers. And Pete goes, like, actually, there are four musketeers. Oh, it's three. three but four oh, if you count D'Artagnan. Yeah, nobody right. knows yeah. how many there really are. Right. <laughs> they're saying about, about the Bible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that it was written by Alexander Dumas. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was no, written by Jesus. <laughs> it's, like, also wrong. <laughs> but then later, when they lose, uh, when they, they lose um, Oliver, and when he's gone for a second... He says, is it like, is, oh, there's only three musketeers left. And then Peter goes like, no, there's four. And like, it's like a double play because now he's saying like, no, we lost Oliver. Mm-hmm. As before he was saying like, no, there's actually four. So it's like the same, <laughs> it's the same, the same line thing, of Peter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, um, just like in the beginning where he's just like, where like, oh, I, 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 I'm back on the horse. It's like, what do you mean you're back on the horse? Like, you're well, back on the horse? He's like, well, no, <laughs> I'm more, I'm back on the bike. He's like, what do you mean bike? Like, like bicycle. Like I'm lost. He's like, don't be. Right? Yeah. And then that's flipped in one of the pubs where um, he's talking about. Oh yeah, he goes like, like nobody, like nobody likes Sisters of Mercy anymore. It's like I like Sisters of Mercy. Like, and something about like having a tattoo. It's like, well, like, you're like, oh yeah. It's like, oh, you have a Sisters of Mercy tattoo. It's like I have a Sister of Mercy tattoo. It's like, well, nobody likes him. He was like, I still like them. It's like, well, good. Or you wouldn't go swimming. And he goes like, what? Like I'm lost. And then he goes, don't be. And he flips, he, and he flips it the same See, way. I, yeah. I totally. I, that totally whiffed on me because when he said I'm back on the horse and he's like oh you're back on the horse that doesn't mean like heroin yeah he's like oh you're, you're back doing heroin again yeah, yeah oh yeah. see I I took it as like I'm back on the I'm back on the horse and I thought that Oliver was like oh you're you're back on the horse like I thought oh, he misheard oh. and he was like you're back on the horse see, oh. Matt, Matt and, actually played it out we just stopped at the first line yeah. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny actually because um. It, I don't think this was intentional, but when you say you're on the bicycle in, like, workout culture, that means you're taking a cycle of steroids. Oh. So there's still, like, a drug implication there. As they're, wa- as they're walking around the fucking, like, judges, yeah, I'm back on the bicycles again, you know? Well, yeah, as a like, professional workout man like myself, man, I don't know what you're talking right, about. Right, right, it's an all-natural like he's never <laughs> read, rode a bike, well, figuratively <laughs> or literally. Considering he calls himself a workout man? Yeah. <laughs> professional. I've never, yeah. Workout, yeah. Professional workout man. I've never done the lifty-uppies and the putty-downies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there's, like, a lot of... A lot of cool dialogue that rewards it rewards you like the the viewer later in the conversation yeah. or later in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's it's dope. And even at the end when there's only uh, Stephen, um, Nick, uh, sorry, uh, Andy and and Gary, and Gary, Gary. it's like oh, it's the three musketeers now, and they finally get it right. Yeah, three of them now. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. Um, I will say though that uh, I mean some. I think. I think. Your, your your girlfriend would disagree with me, Mikey, because I was talking about this with her before. Mm-hmm. But she said, she said that the character development's a lot stronger in this movie, and mm-hmm. I feel like the supporting characters are given more, are a little more fleshed out in general. But I don't think they develop as much as Sean does, or as much as Nicholas Angel does, including Gary King. Oh, and, some rumbling mm-hmm. behind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyone that's willing to say something about Defend. that is, is more Defend. than welcome. More than welcome. But uh, I, I guess I'll say yeah. why. I guess I'll say why. Like, yes, Go they're ahead. all given their own careers. They're all given their own problems, right? But do any of them actually solve their problems? Like, does 
Peter, does Peter become more? Uh, does Peter ever stand up for himself? Well, yes. He yes, does. He does. The, I he guess does. he does at he the does. end. He fights the bully. He fights the bully. But that's not the bully, and he knows that. No, it's but still, it's, it's still, still it's cathartic, it's cathartic but it's not. <laughs> want him to go find the? Yeah, do you want him to go growth. find the guy that they don't know where he is? No, because like, if, if he had grown, it wouldn't have mattered. Like he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have thrown down at all. Oh, he would have. No, he would have because he spent his entire. Uh, it, they kind of allude that they spent his entire life like talking to people instead of doing something when, about when it. You he, know? When the bully met up with him again and said, "Oh, Pete, uh, I want to apologize," and like kind of like bury the hatchet, and when he said like no, and then later beat the shit, that's his growth to be like. He's not going to take that that shit no more. He's going to mm-hmm. be on his he's own. He's not. It's, I don't think it's growth though, because if maybe he, his growth is falling back yeah, down. Like yeah, his growth. It, it's not. It's not growth. But anyway, <laughs> it's growth for him. Yeah. Obviously, he, he stood up for himself. And Oliver, throughout the whole movie, you're getting this idea that he's like disconnected. He's always on his phone. He's on his Bluetooth. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And he never really gets over that. He just kind of gets switched out. Mm-hmm. You know, Stephen. His whole thing is that like he's always second fiddle. And I guess he does end up with the girl. Mm-hmm. And he does confess his love, so Stephen gets a pass. Yeah, right. But the main thing is Gary King, and I'll say this: I think I was talking to you about it. Sean was a fuck up with no ambition and no impetus to change his life for mm-hmm. the better. Zombies came along and forced him to change as a person and to grow as a man into somebody who's willing to make moves for the people that he cares about. Mm-hmm. Right? Nicholas Angel is stone cold. He's held himself down, um, his life down, because he always follows rules and goes by the book. But these cultists that have, uh, you know, terrorized this town because of their adhesion to what they think is appropriate, let, forces him to grow and start doing things a little more unorthodox, start doing things a little more on the fly, and he enjoys himself more because he becomes a better person. Mm-hmm. This mile doesn't make Gary King less annoying or the, not annoying but like less of a fuck up you know mm-hmm. it doesn't like let him ever i don't think he ever redeems himself it's more just i think the moral of this story at the end is like yeah he's human let him be a fuck up yeah mm-hmm. which is i feel like he isn't is not as i i feel like these robots or this network if he in following with the actual with the other two cornetto movies would have forced him to grow across, like along the movie, mm. and I don't think he did it. All right, so Brian, I don't know if you know this, but this just got turned into a fucking debate episode. Because here's the problem, Matt: right, you're wrong on a lot of you're wrong on a lot of things. Hit me. So the problem that you're understand that that not that you're not understanding the problem with your outlook. No, is maybe that, I'm, under, I'm not. Maybe I'm not understanding. Oh no, no, I feel like. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. I just I, wanted to interject somehow. So, <laughs> so I believe that all character development doesn't need to be positive. Mm-hmm. If a character develops into something else, that's a development. Doesn't matter if it's negative or positive. The problem, the not the problem. The thing with this movie is everybody in the movie has grown up. Everybody is more uptight. Everybody's more professional. Everybody's more focused on what they're doing with their life. Yeah. You know. Uh, um. Peter says it to, you know, oh, I have to check with my wife. Oh, when do you have to check with your wife? Since, Since we got we married. married. Yeah. So it's like he needs to let go and, and like, kind of do what he wants to do. So there's character but development. But also, they might have plans that night. You don't that, know. That's also true. I, uh, I apologize. to see if she's safe, too. Yeah. That's it. But, yeah, okay, All right. go on. So, so I feel like his character development right there is going from somebody who constantly has a check with his wife. And it kind of looks like in the in like the, the montage packages that he's not the happiest, in the happiest 
relationship with his kids, like, kind of boring him. He's reading the paper and, like, tries to hide. Now he's getting to cut himself free and move on. You know, with, um... Would have been a weird scene if he beat up his wife. (laughs) (laughs) His wife comes to the woods. I'm not taking it no more! So, you know, know, Oliver becomes, like... I feel like his development gets cut short because, you know... Going in the movie, some things happen. Happen. Someone to him. has to die first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody has to die first. Unfortunately, it's him. Um, but you know, he was just starting to like drink more and more, and like kind of like get into it with everybody. It also the whole group kind of develops because the whole group starts in the beginning of the movie, kind of like weary and kind of like you know not really into the whole thing. And then once they start drinking, you see them starting to get more comfortable. And even by like the second or third bar, they actually start enjoying conversation with each other. And like Gary's making them laugh and it's slowly turning into like back to a good time. And then shit goes down and they start figuring out what the like things. And then they continue having a good time with each other while also solving the problem that's at hand of trying to survive. Um Someone did their homework. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> no, have, no, counter, I, I have I just, counterpoints, but Well, yeah. your counterpoints are wrong, man. <laughs> no. Um, and, and Gary King, I think I think his whole development is he... They kind of make it obvious that from the time of the first bar crawl of the Golden Mile, he never really amounted to anything, and he never really applied himself to anything. And this showed... And he even said it, he said that this is, like, closure. Like, he needs closure. And that's the development from him. It started with, like, oh, you know, let's try a crack at this. And then he starts getting determined. The closer and closer they get, the closer and closer he wants to just finish it so we could bury it. And kind of seemed like he, like, you know, in the last conversation, I think it was, like, before the world's end or uh, at the world's end, where he's like, this is all I ever, this is all I ever had. You have the perfect life. You have everything this is what I need. I need this to be done. And then I could put it behind me alluding to like, he'll get his life on track after Mm -hmm. he has this one last day of, Hey, let's get this, you know, let's get this going. Mm -hmm. You know, let's, let's finish this. Let's get some closure. And then I can move on with my life. But unfortunately, because of the situation that happens, there's nothing really to do. So then he just goes, he kind of falls back into just doing like what he wants to do. Uh, you know, that we find out at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I feel like all roads leading to there kind of showed that he was just trying to put everything behind him by finishing the Golden Mile. Okay, I will give you Petey, because I, <laughs> I think him going from, like, avoiding conflict for the whole, like, movie, and mm-hmm. then finally, like, snapping, I, I'll give you that. That's Brian. You have to give Brian that. Okay. I'll take it. All right, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll concede Petey. Okay. Right, I'll say that maybe there are there were flashes of like the gang sort of like becoming a little more comfortable with each other, mm-hmm. but I know that every single time Gary's like, "Well, let's go to the next bar." They all fucking dreaded it. They were yeah. like, "We're still doing this." Well, you know? well, yeah. Can't we just go home? Like, well, there was a point. There was a, that was a point up until they got to I believe the cross hands, where they got into the fight with the the uh, aliens, where until Andy said we have to finish this. Because that's everyone is expecting us. Like everyone knows, we're finishing. And if we stop now, right. they'll realize it's, something's up. It's when and he I was bet. explaining it to Sam. Yeah. I think it was, and then that's when he was like, "And nobody can think of a better idea." So, so fuck it, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and and I think that's where it comes down to as well. Like Andy had the the. I think Andy had way more growth than mm-hmm. King actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff that uh, Gary King could has said in the closure aspect 
could also be just the the sweet words of an addict, mm-hmm. where they say like, "This right. is it. This is the last yeah, time I'm gonna do it." And then true. like you don't know, like maybe a month later, you'd be like, "Remember that back time on the horse. we we went and had all those drinks? Let's go do that again to celebrate the time we did that." Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah let's yeah. top it. Yeah, let's top you know, it. Or, let's or do like, something crazier. Let's. Yeah, and I think like we had talked before. Maybe yep. that's probably why Andy was stopping him because like, no, dude, just stop. Yep. You know, like yeah. there's not there's always gonna be one more. There's always gonna mm-hmm. be like another another like reason to have one more drink yeah. to stop it. You mm-hmm. know, like um, you'll never be happy unless you really know it and you know something else. Right. Like you like you like how do you know uh how do you know when you're drunk how do you know when you're sober if you're always drunk? Yeah. Right. And like, I think he's end. like this like you right. gotta sober up, you gotta fucking like fly right now. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I you know, I'm not saying that because Nick, uh, because Gary King didn't change. So you wanted to call him Nicholas Angel. I'm looking right at the Nicholas Angel action figure that we have here. Um, yeah, uh, Matt, stop it. Yeah, I don't yeah, want his it. eyes are fucked. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking cross-eyed. You should as see fuck. an optometrist. <laughs> yeah, it takes after me. I don't. I don't think that. I'm not saying that he has to have changed. I think character revelation is also a form of character development. But we see that he's an addict because he's in therapy in the first scene. Yeah, we know he's an addict. We mm-hmm. know he's an addict. Um, I think. I, I still don't think Oliver um, developed well. And even, like, Prince, even, like, Steven, Steven his development was him finally saying that he liked Sam. Mm-hmm. But even that was undercut on several occasions by King getting there first. And, you know, it wasn't until the very end that they, when they ended up getting together that Steve was even able to act on that profession of, of love. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, I, and also, I I feel like any... I feel like the the robots and the whole networking thing, thematically, it's supposed to. Cause I mean, so take take like I just think even if it the but little growth it did force upon the characters, um, which isn't I don't think was as clear as much as uh, this one mm-hmm. uh, as the other two. Sorry, I don't think that thematically it, it tied together as well. So for example, Sean was essentially a zombie living through his life, coasting not making any moves, just dragging his way through it. And so the zombies reflected his own demons. He was literally fighting his own demons. And Nicholas Angel, the cult, like the cultists, were uptight, resistant to change, and, you know, closed-minded. And that's how Nicholas Angel was. So going against the cultists forced him to challenge his own ideas, too. Mm-hmm. And the robots were... It was, the, op- they were it was the, the opposite. They were the people buying into that what's quote unquote normal, normal which they is what he Starbuck, doesn't want to Starbucks perfection, yeah, yeah. which is what perfection. he didn't want to be. He, he hey guys, a... remember this is a comedy. This is pretty yeah. really heavy shit. It's, <laughs> it's comedy, I yeah, know. but all these things. But that's what we like about. I know it's about it makes you think right? Because we could we could easily just sit here and talk about all the parts that made this movie funny, yeah, exactly, laugh. But yeah, this, this, I know. It kind of goes deep. I'm just really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life, Brian. Welcome no, to my like, life. Oh, I really, I really peaked in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I'll tell you, oh my like, god, me too. So, like, Gary King's problems are addiction, yeah. and you know, he's and an, an inability to prove that he's show that he's right to show that he's wrong. I think maybe the inability to show that he's wrong might be the uh, the, the robots might have caused some reflection on that matter. But his problem was never that he was. A perfectionist, so that he was too normal, and that's the problem with the robots: is that they they have their idea of what's perfect, and they don't want to right. bend on that. So it's so this whole idea of him facing his demons is not the theme. Doesn't translate in this movie. It's not as present. I don't think it's done as well. See, I I think it is present. I just think that he was so against it, and you even you even heard it 
I think it was like in the second or third bar where he told, I forgot who he told, but he was like, you're just jealous because I could, because you, you're not like me where I could do whatever I want. Like you have to go to work. Like you have to, you know, go home to your wife and stuff like that. I could do whatever I want. I forgot who he was talking to. I think it was Andy. I don't. I think it was all. I think it was all. I think it was all. He was quoting the song. Yeah. He's like I'm free. I could do what I want. Yeah, yeah. Any old, any old time. Yeah. Yeah. So right. the song that plays uh, in the beginning of the movie, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that the one the one thing that Gary that that definitely did change about him that like may have been caused by the network is the whole idea that he can never be wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that was foreshadowed with the whole movie. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. It was. It was there's no point arguing. They with you, always man. tell you, yeah. There's no point arguing with you. You're always. Like oh you can never be wrong like you're you're always right like you know what your problem is you're never wrong it's like how is that a problem how is that a problem yeah. <laughs> right. the one bad thing about you Gary is that you're never you're always, you're never wrong it's like why is that a bad thing yeah, what happens <laughs> that big talk that you mentioned in the eleventh bar he goes like look I've I'm a fuck up nothing I did was right I and he pretty much says like he's been wrong the whole time and he finally like admits it mm-hmm. that I would say is the most character development he gets but there's I don't think that come that came from like. The, that wouldn't have happened naturally. That that, that happened because of the out, outward stress of the robot invasion. And but I feel like there's nothing about like that robot invasion. It could have been any outward stress that would have right. called it. It could have been more zombies. It could have been aliens. It could have been um, the KKK. You know, it could have been gangsters. Any outward stress could have been could have replaced those right. things. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas mm-hmm. like zombies, like were a reflection, and right. I, and I think that makes it a lot more powerful. Um, when he faces that or he comes to terms with it and same thing with the with the with the cultists and uh, uh, the town committee and, and hot fuzz so I think in that case I think it was just it wasn't wound together as tightly as the other movies although you do you do make very good points well, they, so I won't say that there's mm-hmm. no development well they also set up the whole other thing besides him always being right is that he has selective memory yeah, and so when mm-hmm. he got no, he doesn't. He would have remembered. He would have remembered. Yeah, so like somebody else was just telling me yeah. about that. Yeah, the, yeah. no, I, no, I wasn't. No, I would have remembered. Like, and then at the end, where uh, he's either the, the 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 bright light in the sky is saying like you could be your young self again with some selective memories, just like how you always want. Just you could, and he's like, but there's only one Gary King, so I think it's. Him realizing that he has to live with himself, yeah, mm-hmm. the good things and the bad things at that point. Right, yeah. you can't just try to relive the good it, things. Exactly, over like you can't always be good things because you know it, you can't have good times without bad times. Right. Reason, mm-hmm. We learned that in Inside Out. It's that you can't have oh, happiness. Still never saw it. Oh my god, oh, dude, that'll yeah, make you cry, man. That'll, make you cry. that'll put a hole in your heart. Yeah, um, a Bing Bong size hole in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it can't. Uh, yeah, right. Like you won't get better. As a person, exactly. until, until he realizes he, he he tries to he stops trying to relive those days, yeah, and stops trying to selectively remember those good times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I can see that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And again, and again, I think that the whole character development I think happens more as a group than it does individually. And I think they kind of do that like the group develops together. This whole thing like, it's a group therapy session. Yeah, <laughs> for everybody. essentially, oh. because they, they say, all they all kind of like get, yeah. So it's like something that seems stupid to everybody else turns out to be what everybody else needs. Mm, yeah. Because, you know, even if you think about the character development of Andy not even wanting to talk to Gary again, they finally start getting, like, close. C- communi- they communicate more. Yeah. And, and they, they're not close like buddy, buddy, best friend, but they communicate enough 
and get close enough to the point where they could have that heart-to-heart at the world's end and, and actually the bury the hatchet. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes down to them fighting together, it's like, oh, oh, wait, he's, he might be a cock, but he's my cock. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. starts to defend. Like, that's character development right there for you. And yeah. that, that builds the Gary entire... King's. Yeah, you just, you just said, said there's, there's only, only one. one. <laughs> I, I fucking know what I said. <laughs> um, okay, so besides the uh, so besides the themes of what we've been talking about in the character development, what did you guys think of the surprising action scenes? I, I was, that was the next thing I wanted yeah. to talk okay. about. I thought it was so good. Yeah, yeah. it was like, so surprising. I didn't know. I don't. I, I think the first time we ever saw like there was even the trailers did not like it, it even didn't hint to yeah, the how happened. good it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. The most you saw was was Andy pick up the two bar stools. You didn't realize he was going to go, like, full on yeah, out with it. You yeah. didn't... Well, did, did the trailer uh, show that they were going to be aliens? Or was show, that, like, a surprise? Uh, the no, blue? they show, they showed the blue lights. I remember that. Like oh, okay. The blue goose okay. One? No, they didn't show they the Yeah, they showed the blue, the blue light. Okay. Yeah, they didn't show yeah. the blue light. Um, w- which uh, fight was uh, better? The uh, the one in the bathroom? Or the one uh, before they met Pierce Brosnan? Or the All one right. right after the Right after that. All right. I have a I have an argument for both. All right. I love the bathroom scene because of how funny it is. Yeah. Like even the the like the comedic between all of them kind of bumping into each other and then accidentally saving each other and stuff like that. That's really really funny. Mm-hmm. But the bar, I love how it's shot mm-hmm. and it's kind it kind of feels like there's like long tracking shots during the fight mm-hmm. and then like it cuts to like an uh, an awesome action part and then back to another long shot and. Sean like trying to like finish his that was beer my like part really of the second fight. yeah yeah was yeah. the was the whole like drunken master thing that Sean right, yeah. was like, that yeah. uh, you said Sean that that Gary oh, Gary fuck Gary man was, uh, <laughs> you got it in my head now <laughs> trying to hold on to um yeah I think that I think I like the bathroom one more I think I like the, the, bathroom. the first bathroom because it's more of a surprise it's yeah so like I, I think that it was cool because the moves that the that the boys that the guys were showing. Where, like, these were clearly not, like, trained people, mm-hmm. but they know, but, like, they're still, like, kicking ass. Right. Yeah. You know, and, like, it's having, like, um, and and they were also getting their asses kicked, too. Mm-hmm. And which is because, I guess, has to do with the surprise. Like, right, oh, yeah. Like, I didn't expect to go throw down like this. Yeah, it's like, a surprise to us, yeah. but also a surprise to the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that having, like, Pete in the stall, like, and then, like, uh, having, like, Oliver, like, thrown against him and everything. Like, oh, yeah. someone's in here! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the piss earlier, and Steven's face gets, like, thrown in it. And I think the great part about the first fight is it happens so long into the movie that even if you saw the trailer beforehand, you probably forgot yeah, that it was that about really aliens. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. set so far in that you think that this is just, like, a reconcile movie. Like, these are, yeah. these are what is it, five friends... Who are trying to bury the past? Yeah, like yeah. We're trying to help, trying to help their friends. And, yeah. and that scene kind of seems like it could just be like a part of like a drunk hallucination or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like it doesn't well, look like it's gonna be. I was talking about it with you before and how uh, with the the whole addiction thing about mm-hmm. uh, if you ever saw the new Evil Dead, the one with uh, Jane Lee, the more gruesome one. No, the one they, mm-hmm. so they recently put I out. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, I've seen so it. So it's it's a it's a recent it's a recent remake. I'm pretty sure everyone knows about it. But the whole idea from for the longest time is that she's withdrawing from like heavy drugs, yeah. and a lot of it seems like it's in her mind. Mm-hmm. But this is just like so. I thought they would go for that. Like this is like all oh, this all in Gary's mind because he's like he's coming down. Yeah. But the fact that they like it was like in the open, and they're like oh shit like like this is real like everyone yeah. everyone's a part of it. It's yeah, not yeah. it's not like a shared hallucination or it's not just somebody like 
freaking out. It's it's like oh this is actual this is actually happening. This is in real time, and like and I think that it I kind of would have liked the idea of like the boy who cried wolf a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like if he got out of the bathroom and said like. You'll never guess what happened. Right. Yeah. And he has like, and he'll have like the blue on his hand. Yeah, blue it's like, on his hand. what'd you do? Pick up a fucking like urinal cake? Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. so like there, there could have been more to that. Oh, okay. So like, since, like yeah. the first time he goes to the bathroom, like he's probably getting high. Exactly. And this time he comes. And then it becomes out all like you're fucking out, high. Exactly. Yeah. He comes out. Yeah. If he comes out all freaked out, and he's got the shit on his hands. Like, well, you you're so fucking high, you can't even be like yeah. left yeah. alone. That's Which, something. That's something that probably could have happened in like the second bar then, just because like it old familiar the old familiar just because of the teacher he was the old familiar yeah yeah just because i think that it needed to be it needed to fit in somewhere and that's the only place um which fight did uh andy drop the people's elbow during the f- bathroom fight the bathroom the fight. yeah it was yeah. like he he uh yeah that's he like point. tripped one on the floor and right. then did the people's yeah. elbow yeah i remember he like threw one and like tripped the one that oliver was fighting with yeah too. that was yeah that was awesome mm-hmm. I, I i yeah the third that's the second one was more like balls to the wall but I feel like at this point everyone was suddenly too skilled, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. and um, they were like, they, they weren't taking much damage, you know. What yeah. I mean? Whereas in the first one it was like a real fight, like these guys are, are getting thrown around, they don't know what they're doing, and it's like Oliver is still just a biz, just like a, a real estate dealer. Mm-hmm. Like, how is he doing this stuff now? Not Oliver, but like any of them. Yeah, you, know? you could think that. Um, I did. Oh, you know what? I actually really like too the twins. I like that fight oh, yeah. too. Yeah where, yeah, where Sam got in on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, I also, I also enjoyed in the bathroom, like before that. When... <laughs> I had a really good time in the so, bathroom. I had a great time in the. Um, so I, I... I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, I like in the bathroom uh, before the fight when you can see that he's already like kind of frustrated and he's already kind of getting annoyed that not everybody's ex- excited yeah, as he yeah, is. Yeah, he yeah. And then he like one of the bathroom though. Yeah. You don't talk to people. While right, that's true. In, right. But also like when he slipped and he went to go punch the wall and yeah. he was like, Oh shit. Like this, yeah. this is like the same thing that happened and it's kind of yeah. like coming back to him. Right. And then that's when, you know, the kid comes in who for the longest time, I always thought that that was that kid looks a lot like Taron Egerton, the kid oh, from oh, the Kingsman. From Kingsman? Yeah. yeah. Not the same kid. They're dressed but I re- the same. Dressed yeah, the dressed same. same. Yeah. And they kind of have the same face, but a little bit like different. Yeah, and it's it a very is, different child. Yeah. yeah. It's a very different kid. Very different Sorry. kid. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's my fault. Um, I actually like that in the, in the twin fight, the, when the one twin is using the other's uh, legs. The legs. She's not fighting with arms. Those legs are moving like legs move. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not uh, like... Yeah, all the all the dis- dismembered body parts are still moving the same right, way. Yeah. When they use the arms to smack people's heads, you see the bend and you see the, yeah. the hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I thought that was like really cool. And so you're seeing like the knee like flex and then the moving at the ankle is like, like the ball yeah. and soccer joint at the ankle. I thought that was like... And, the, to, to choreograph that. Yeah. Like how would you... How, okay, so you're going to fight as if your arms or legs, so this, you're going to keep them at these angles. It's like, mm-hmm. man, that's so hard to do to, like, conceptually. And and the fact that they got, like, how right it would look for her to catch the umbrella. Yeah. Like, where she kind of, like, hooked it in between yeah. her neck and, like, and, the and then, like, legs. spun yeah. around and then, like, let go and then it went, like, that way right. and then, like, flying. Right. I was like, holy shit, like... Yeah. I, but I, I could probably think, like, you know, if you're well, designing... You could think Bradley James Allen. He's the he fight corner. He's the fight corner. Ooh. Yep. Wow. Shout Bradley out. James Allen. What else has he done? Uh, let's find out. Yeah. Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because no. that was... I mean, that was really good fighting. Ooh, I, no. I liked all three fight scenes. Well... Three or four. He did Kingsman. Oh! Oh! He did Cuban Fury. 
Cuban Fury. Cuban Fury. Cuban Fury. I haven't seen that. And he also did Kingsman. Uh, Kingsman one and two. Yeah. He also did Pacific Rim. Is it? Oh, really? And Kick Ass. According oh, Kick Ass and Scott Pilgrim. So he's worked with. Oh. A- According to the birdie on my shoulder, uh-huh. Cuban Fever is another Nick Frost movie. Yes. Oh, okay. So. He's, he's learning how to Cuban dance. Oh. It's, is it like a serious movie or is it like Very a... Very serious. Deathly serious. No, it's a comedy. Oh, okay. I don't know. He's got a, he's I meant got a... like, is it not like a Edgar Wright movie? Like no, it's man. another director, but he's still... Okay. Fun. It's, there's so he's other the... comedy directors. So this guy's mm-hmm. just the British Phil Severo. Uh, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, it uh, seems like it. Because the, the church scene is like... You know, oh my god! Is the is the going action scene? Oh my god! But I also I also loved the beach scene too. Yeah, like when they're showing like the whole Anyone, world getting in it, and it's yeah. just like from a, like a kind of like a tilt shift of like everybody looks miniature on a beach, just fucking killing each other. And it zooms in, and, and it zooms in, and you see all the fucking mayhem. Shows, you're like, like beach umbrellas. Like, yeah. All right, fucking. He's yeah, Australian, Australian, by the way. He's Australian. Australian. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Well, that's that actually explains why they're the same. He's kind of. It looks like he's more of a brawler, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that more brawler. That more rugby yeah. style. Yeah. And even mm-hmm. in Scott Pilgrim, that choreography was really good too. Yeah. Those fights I have to are, rewatch that. That's I a love movie the fights in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim on Netflix, uh, World's End is not. We also reviewed Scott Pilgrim. We also did. You can check that out. It was a pretty good out. episode. It was a good mm-hmm. episode. Um, but yeah, I, I think the fight scenes. Uh, Robo moments? Do you get? Do they get a Robo in there? Um. For, for, this for the world's end? For the fight scenes? For the fight scenes. The people's elbow was a big bro. Yeah. I think the, yeah. the barstool the bar stool. boxing gloves. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty sick, that, too. That gets me. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, those two get them. As we had such like a brilliant, intelligent conversation, but like, yeah, barstool boxing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> well, that's what's so great about Edgar Wright movies, because you it, could get all pretentious and heady with them. Right. Or you could just be like, oh, that was fucking funny when it's he like, like, landed on his head. You he's know, kind of like a great combination of... Uh, I don't want to insult him, but like a Michael Bay and Wes Anderson, where it's like you can you can like geek out on either side, where it's like, do you see how the foreshadowing worked out? And that it's like, but did you see the fucking action? Right, the right, right. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I liked when he killed the like the Brobo of like killing the twin, like the the one twin now, where he like like just stomps her head out. Oh yeah, and just like. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, shit's yeah. about to go down. Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he he knows now, and that yeah. kind of led into the fight at the 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 Pierce Brosnan the Beehive, I believe it is. <coughs> the be- yeah, 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 I think it was the Beehive. The Beehive. Uh, oh, that wasn't the f- the familiar. That was no, the old familiar. no. The old familiar was the second bar. It's, it's the same as oh, with um. It's the same as the first one. It's okay. the same as the old post. Okay, and then. So, uh, the bars, let's, let me bring it up. The bars go, the old post, the, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the first post, okay. old familiar, the famous cock, the, uh, the cross famous, hands. The famous cock was... Where he got kicked out of. Yes. Yeah. So he had the drink from the outside. He was the famous cock, yes. He was the famous cock. <laughs> then it's the cross hands <laughs> where they fought. Where they crossed where they hands. Create crossed they, hands. They threw hands. Uh, then number five is the good companion where they take O-Man... Oh, and they take him in the bathroom. Yeah, and they I'm, meet and they meet the weed guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They meet the, yeah, yeah, the weed guy, Reverend mm-hmm. Green, and Reverend the good Green. Compa- It's called the Good Companions. I think that's when they meet all the humans. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it, Pub Six is the trusty servant where O-Man like leads him along. Right. So O-Man. No. Is the ch- yeah. No. I think the Good Companion. I think is when they meet with Sam. I, and, and then I yeah because I think he does that at the Mermaid. Because he doesn't start leading them along until the no, marmalade no, sandwich. No, he mar- the two-headed dog is where they fight the, the fight the twins. 
I believe. Yeah, they fight the twins at the two-headed dog. And that's the sandbar. That's sandbar. That's the sandbar. No, no, they met no, Sam beforehand. After. Sam's after. the good companion. No, no. Yes. No, it's the good companion. Well, what? What? What's the bar that? What's the pub that Sam shows up for? She shows up at the uh, old fam- at the old familiar, the, the second okay. bar. No. Yeah. No. Not because I remember, like Andy notes as soon as they walk in, like this is the same as the first bar, or Oliver says like this is the same as the first bar, and that when she comes in, it's a very different bar. Yeah. You sure about that? I thought it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right, Rift. I'll I'll figure this out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think... Um, well, either way, the two-headed okay, dog so and then the, the mermaid. What is, number is two-headed dog? Two-headed dog is seven. Wow, what's six? Six is the uh, the trusty servant where O-Man is. Yeah, because at that point, O-Man's already taken. Yeah, he's taken. I know that. And he's now le- leading them along. Yeah. Uh, and then it's the mermaid, then the beehive. The beehive is when they have that whole big the, fight? That big fight. Okay. Then the king's head is where... Uh, no, what about the mermaid? The mermaid is... Before, before the beehive? It's eight. So it's before the beehive. So the mermaids where they meet up with Sam. the girls in the dance floor. It's more of a club atmosphere. Sam. Yeah. Sam comes to the second Yeah. Bar. All right, Sam goes to the second bar. Oh, I fucking told you. Damn. Oh. So she's the old familiar. Oh, oh what? Fuck <laughs> 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 you. So I guess it's both of them. Yeah. She shows up in two bars. Yeah, uh, and the mermaid is the, the dance club where they get yeah, they get the, finger th- the three girls, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they meet uh, the, the dead guy. Where it's like, oh, he's been dead since we were 15. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then... I really like the uh, when she, like, sucks his ring off. Right, yeah. And then later he, like, punches through her punches stomach. Punches through her stomach. It's like, I yeah. want you so inside fun. of me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, yeah. Uh, um, after yeah. the beehive. It's... The beehive is the king's head where right. Gary freaks out. Yeah, where we talked about the problem being Gary's mental state. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 11 is the hole in the wall where they drive through it. Yeah, where, mm-hmm. yeah, where, where Steven drives a hole in the wall. And then it's the world's end. Yeah. Which... You know, brings the, you the to ends the, of the, the end of the world. world. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, since this is our, the last Edgar Wright movie we are going to do until he does another movie, because we've done, we've all, done them but... all, we've literally are you guys are you going to do the slaughterhouse? The show, uh, oh, the new movie. Edgar Wright's on it, the but trailer? it's the, the the one with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They're I think like he, he did uh, oh. next. Or, no, it was uh, it was the one where they go into the the haunted house, right? It's like. You won't believe what happens next. Is that the one? Oh, no. No, it's the new movie that's coming out where they're like, uh, it's kind of like Harry Potter, but with, like, monsters. I think so. Wait, what? Yeah. I think I know it. Yeah. It's like a Slaughterhouse 7, I think it is, or something like that. Oh, because uh, I was, see, I got confused with, uh, he did a thing for Grindhouse. He did a mock trailer for Oh, for did he? Oh, no, 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 not that. When, uh, was it, Quentin Tarantino directed one movie, Robert Rodriguez directed another, and they had... Yeah. Uh, Eli Roth, Rob Zombie, and Edgar Wright direct trailers. Trailers. Slaughterhouse Rules. Slaughterhouse Rules. Um, I think is that came, like a remake of came, Cider House Rules? I, th- I think it's it, like I think it came out already. Oh, okay. I think it like just came out. Oh boy, recently. It's got a five five point five on IMDb. Wow. No thanks. Well, um, in yeah. a movie starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, need good direction. Yeah. It's directed by Crispin Mills, mm-hmm. who did. Fantastic Fear of Everything, and that's about it. Okay. Fantastic Fear of Everything. That's another Simon Pegg movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to think now of what of, of like something else to discuss. Like did uh, this this hit all the the Edgar Wright bits? Like so, okay. So I'll, let me ask you this, Martin. Why don't you like this as much as Hot Fuzz, or do you well, like it as much as Shaun of the Dead? 
No, I, so this why? is this is a this is three. Like I'm not as like torn up about it. Yeah, uh, mine are obviously it's Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and uh, The World's End. I feel that the characters are a little harder for me to relate to. Like I'm mm. not like a successful billionaire. I'm not a successful businessman, uh, salesman, or architect. Or am I a fucking druggie? You're somewhere in between. I'm somewhere <laughs> in between yeah. that. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, uh, Nicholas Angel and uh, Sean, whatever his last name is. Right. Uh, they're a little bit more relatable because they they don't they work normal jobs mm-hmm. and they're they live a normal life except they do extraordinary things around it right so it's not like in, in like a normal day like how you like how Sean would just kind of like it kind of look like a zombie as he goes through yeah. like that's like no, like that's easy to relate to right but Gary King is like he lives in a fucking like closet and he drives a a, a beat up old car that he's replaced every single thing about it and then they do this and he's like he steals his friend's identity he'd like so there's a lot of things that things. are. Yeah, he does. He's a really shitty person. We may mm-hmm. know a Gary King. Exactly, but I don't think a lot of people are a Gary yeah. King. Unless like, you don't know a Gary King, then you're probably the Gary. Yeah, King. exactly. If you're in a, yeah. if you're in a group trying to figure out who the Gary King is, it's probably yeah. you. guess what? You're probably the Gary. It King. just, yeah. it just, yeah, it me. just. I think you are. You think no, it's me? <laughs> no, not anymore. No, now oh. we definitely have a new Gary King. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's. I think it's a. Uh, it just. It's just easier. <laughs> It's easier to relate to the simple plot of, you know, guy trying to take it easier or guy trying to prove that he's something. Yeah. Instead of guy, you know, trying tri- to overcome a crippling drug addiction crippling, yeah. and make mm-hmm. up for all the. I mean, I get for a guy that's trying to make up for fucking over his friends, but he doesn't even try to do that. No, he the he he did, but it was another way of fucking over his friends where he borrowed money. Yeah. To pay back and right, mm-hmm. um, and then even in the, like. It's like you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. It's like no, I robbed. I, I robbed, took from yeah. Peter. I still owe Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it is harder to relate to somebody. I mean, I, I guess on on some level, he's a guy that's trying to relive the old days and it doesn't want to move past that. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I guess in some ways, I can think of myself that way. But that is a lot harder to relate to than someone who's trying to just. You know, make like put his life together. Yeah, and right. or or like for whether it's for his girl, for his mom, for himself, for whatever, for his best friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's trying to like someone who's got who's got to step up. And yeah, I, and I've been that way. It's like, yo, I, man, I I feel like I gotta start making moves. I gotta start. I gotta stop like you know watching so much YouTube and like I gotta start yeah. like studying more and applying to these things. It's like I, gotta I get buckle, that. I gotta buckle down. And take yeah. Charge. yeah, or like Nicholas Angel, who's someone who like keeps putting his work first and mm-hmm. it gets and stops him from having a personal life. Like I get that, mm-hmm. you know. Like oh man, but this like, we don't have like crippling heroin addictions. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, like you know what I gotta do. Speak yeah. for yourself, I got, Brian. Hey man, when we went out tonight, I was like, yo, I'm about to hit all these bars. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't fuck up and call, I mean I have I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm not perpetually, or uh, I don't often find myself in a situation where I have to, you know, give up an addiction to make to make amends with friends that I've, like, really fucked mm-hmm. up on. I mean, I definitely get the idea of, like, redeeming yourself with friends that you fucked up with, but that's not even his intention. No. Yeah. You know, he just wants to relive his glory days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of nostalgia that he has, though, is that... Nostalgia's the most dangerous drug of them all. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Crack cocaine is 
so much more dangerous. I don't know. I've seen a lot well, more cocaine, people affected by cocaine's... it. No, crack cocaine. That's crack and cocaine. Oh. Well, crack is like dirty. Yeah, it's dirty. Poor man's cocaine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just would have went with like meth or like heroin. Oh, meth. Yeah, yeah. or heroin. Yeah. Because yeah. like coke is like a party drug. Well, coke is crack's not. Yeah. Crack's like crack's a poverty drug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crack is cheap. Crack. Yeah. Crack is like it's cocaine mixed. As your native let's, crack let's cocaine. Let's talk about the last ten addictor. minutes of the show. Let's talk about how to acquire yeah. and also <laughs> produce crack cocaine. In, in this, um, when we're talking about this movie about an addiction, who tries uh, about yeah. addiction? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, crack is like so. Cocaine is like pure, like you know, the powder from the plant, like cocaine. Uh, yeah, cocaine. And crack is like cocaine. It's like a little bit of cocaine mixed with a whole bunch of other nasty shit, yeah. shit to the point where you can't even snort it to get to get anything good out of it. You have to melt it, melt it, and inject yeah, it. Yeah, and inject it and straight into your veins. Yeah, it's kind of like crystal meth. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know if like chemically it's anything like crystal meth. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying the process. Yeah, but you, yeah, you have to shoot mm. up. Kind of. Like what a day meth. this has turned out to be. Yeah. I know drugs are drugs um, are bad. Yeah, drugs are real bad. Okay. uh... We're almost at the hour point yeah. of this. Um, is there anything we we haven't really discussed? Like, is there any like thing like the setting? Like, it's a night. It's like the nice English town. It did not do that great in the box office. I'll yeah. tell you much. I like that Especially. King didn't get the girl. Yes, I yeah. I like that mm-hmm. too. Yeah, because it it wouldn't it wouldn't have been good. It would have neglected kind of everything that yeah. right. was said the entire time. Right. Um. One thing that uh, my girlfriend brought to my attention. Yes. Wonder, where is she now? Hey, where is she? Um, I don't. Can we call her up and have her on the show? Real quick? Uh, she seems to have really good ideas. Yeah, anyway, she yeah. had like a debate with you earlier. Indirectly. Indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indirectly. Be, a, be a proxy. <laughs> but yeah, what um, were you saying? Uh, what did she so, say? So, so Anna likes to. Thi- well, she doesn't like. She thinks that she kind of. She likes. Kinda, to think. <laughs> she, she, likes that she, she likes thinks. to think a lot. But, uh, she thinks for herself. That's a good, that's by a the good way. trait. That's so, a good trait. So one thing that she enjoys from this movie is it kind of took Nick Frost's character and wasn't like the cliche fat overweight guy is the butt end of every joke. Fat dumb guy. Fat dumb remember. guy. Who, like who's who he is in the first and second. Yeah, like who he is in the first and second one, and they yeah. kind of made like the bigger guy. He's actually like the smarter one out of everybody yeah. and more intelligent right. and he's proper. The most confident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most, most confident. Put together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a great move, too. I think mm-hmm. that they do a lot of the things that... Um, they do try to subvert a lot of the things that you would expect having seen one and two. Mm-hmm. Like, the love interest, mm-hmm. the dumb sidekick. Um, whereas, like, in this case, the sidekick is much... Uh, he's outgrown. He's outgrown king. Yeah, so um, he's, like... He pretty much became, like, the king of, yeah, like... You can yeah. tell of all of them. Yeah, and, he, and he's, like, the noble one. He's the knight. Yeah, he's, the knight. Mm-hmm. he's always oh. fighting for something because he's yeah. fighting for his, he's fighting for his wife. He's fighting for the uh, the uh, growth of his friend, mm-hmm. he's, and he's fighting for like the the saving of the world. Yeah. at the end. Yeah. So when Gary King fell off, he kind of rose to, um, yeah. Well, until I, until he took the wheel. Baby. The prince mm-hmm. was able to you know fulfill the role of the king, which I think he does at the end of the movie. Prince does. Yeah, Stephen prince, prince does. Stephen yeah. Prince. Yeah, Stephen Prince, he gets the girl, they, they move He's on, on top of the world right now. Oh, yeah. And then they have that roving gang of, of youths. Yeah, of uh, robot youths. Of robot youths. Y- did you say youths? Yeah, the two youths. The two yeah. youths? Yeah, the, the five youths. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but the only thing at the end, like we mentioned, uh, if Gary King is, no, is now fighting with his robot companions, um, 
to to like give them equal justice and to get water from every pub he's murdering people to do this yeah if anyone doesn't serve him water he will slaughter them that's essentially what he what the end yeah is that is, is. That, like his end goal was always to be like hey we could be a roving gang of serial killers right yeah. like yeah. he took they took out sharp weapons to fight humans with yes. him and these four artificial life forms mm-hmm that is kind of not only is it fucked up but it kind of undercuts his character you know as someone that's like he uh, you would think that he's got yeah he doesn't drink alcohol anymore but has he gotten past that thrill seeking reliving of the glory right. days like has to be like the center of attention do you think that like, they try to make it like he, maybe no. Gary King was not meant for the regular world he's yeah. meant for this fucking post apocalyptic world and I think I think that at the you know when it comes to a post-apocalyptic thing like that, it kind of goes back to, like, old times in a way. Yeah. And I think there's different ways to live, and they showed everybody else's different ways to live. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, Paige went back to being with his family. Um, Oliver went to be a realtor in the post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. you know, world. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looked like he, uh, Andy was, like, at least a role model in the in the salvation yeah. and the people that were around him. So it's it would be kind of weird to show everybody kind of like doing the same thing. So you need somebody being like an outlaw or like a bandit or something like that to show the diverse of like he's not just shacked up with his wife. You know, well, I, I wouldn't say a, that. I think I guess, they, but I think the whole movie was like you were kind of rooting for him to get his act together, right? And now and he's then, just. All right, so now he's clean and sober, but he's still like wiling out. Yeah, so like <clears> he didn't he didn't change to live a better life the world changed to, to accommodate yeah. him which you know, that's yeah. called good luck yeah it's I guess called, it's, you know, called, it's called you good luck you can't argue about and man. hey dude I, I, it's yeah, better he's look, never wrong it's <laughs> better it's better than doing drugs yeah, devil's so. avocado it is devil's avocado doing, <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know I think for me it's like um and I, I wouldn't say his character wasn't likable like I did I, I think he was very funny and even his like more dastardly or ignorant things were funny. Like, um, he said something about, like, uh, autistic people, and someone goes, like, that's not very PC. I was like, it's not the 90s, Peter. Yeah. You know, because of the PC is from the 90s. Um, oh, that's not true. People have PCs now, but, like... Well, even, uh, yeah, he, he, like, saying that, is like, well, like, uh, when he went to the bathroom with Sam, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you gave me the signs. Like, what do you mean? It's like, when we did it in the... It's like, but this is the women's room. It's like, yeah, but we did in the disabled. It's yeah. like, well... I think like the women's room was out of order. It's like, yeah, well, we don't know what they're thinking in there. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, the disabled were out of order. Yeah, disabled were out of order. Out of order. Yeah. And he was like, so why would? So like, and she was like, but why? And like, as in like, why would you like yeah. come here? Now? So he's come like, in here, and he's, he's like, like well, I don't know. Who knows what they're thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this he, is a, look. This is a good movie. Yeah. I just don't think compared to the other movies, and now compared to like Baby Driver, and even to Scott Pilgrim in some way, I think this. I think I put on the level of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. What did I give Scott Pilgrim? I think was it was like six or six, six or seven. Six or seven. That's what I'm thinking for this movie yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking a six or a seven. Um, I, I think like being the worst Edgar Wright film it's is like, not... It's like being the best Michael Bay movie. It's like... It's, yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly. You really tried hard for that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like where... It's like the worst out of a very good group. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
It's like I got you. No, yeah, yeah. It's, there's, there's nothing wrong. Like, you can watch any one of these movies and have a great time. Yeah. If you watch all of these movies, you'll see, you'll have even a better time watching them because you'll, you'll see everything he's doing. You'll see all the, the small, intricate comedy beats that he does, the, yeah. the verbal cues, the, mm-hmm. the sound cues, the, the physical aspect, the lighting, like every, like and every small thing he does. Shout out to Every Friend Painting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, he's, he's, a, he's a very meticulous filmmaker. And he's got two guys with Nick Frost and Simon Pegg who know exactly what he's doing, and then mm-hmm. they bring in these new, these new actors, and they well, some of them are. Uh, oh yeah, no, some of them, some of them yeah. are familiar faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not uh, exactly fresh. Uh, Steve, uh, Steven's from he's from Hot Fuzz, Hot, yeah. right? Yes. And then Mar- uh, Martin Freeman was in yes. Shaun of the Dead for five seconds. And he was also yeah. in Hot Fuzz too. And he wasn't Hot Fuzz. He was in. He was one of the inspectors in the beginning. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was also there. Um, he was like his chief or something. Yep. Yeah. No, like yeah. He, I mean, he's working. Badger was too, right? Wasn't he? Who was? Badger. Um. The old, the old guy. Yeah. In the oh, Basil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basil. 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 Badger. Basil. Yeah. Yeah. Basil. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Bro. Yeah. They're, like, they're, like, there's a lot of people who've worked with Edgar Wright. Yeah. And, like, and people who want to work with Edgar Wright. And I think that they, when they want to, or they, or they and they have, they, they buy into what he's saying. Like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. You're gonna, and it's just gonna, and you're not gonna have one of these, one of the performances kind of lag. Like mm-hmm. if you see like somebody maybe casted in like a like a Wes Anderson movie that may not belong, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing there? Like why would you take this role if you knew exactly what he was doing? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's one thing to being a fan and one thing to like work with him, but like if you could be a working fan, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Yeah. I I think one thing that makes this movie more enjoyable for me is, you know, I watched this. I watched over the past like two months. I think we watched you know the the Cornell trilogy. Anna Who's that? I. Who's this? Oh, okay, Anna. Anna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what what's her ranking on on the? the uh, this is actually her favorite one. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. I would have liked to have heard. A perspective I would have liked to hear. Yeah, I kind of want to hear that. <laughs> All right. What's your second favorite one? This is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he talking to? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Weird. Shaun of the Dead's her second favorite one, which leads Hot Fuzz to the third. I mean, that's fair. You have, to, you have to love cop movies to yeah. really appreciate yeah. Hot Fuzz. Yes. Since Hot Fuzz is such a tribute to... What I'm trying to get her to watch End of Watch. Trying to get... her to love cop movies. What about, oh, ba- shit. What about Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2? Oh, yeah. I actually haven't she seen any... She ain't never seen Bad Boys. I haven't she seen them. Seen she ain't never seen Bad Boys 2. I ain't never seen them. She ain't never seen... What? No. Never done. They're on the stream, but... It was one of those movies where... I saw like one scene from that movie. Look at his face. Matt, I'm sorry. So listen. Here, let me let me You ain't never seen Bad Boys 2. Alright, alright, Matt, so listen. Alright. It was one of those scenes where I saw a scene of the movie and it kind of turned me off of seeing it. Can I get to it? He's building I saw a scene. I saw a table. scene of the movie while my father was watching the movie, and it was when Martin. It was the morgue, it was the morgue, it was the morgue scene. It was the morgue scene. Okay, a there's a lot of no, no. So there's a lot of movies that have that kind of weird scene, like Fast Times at Richmond High. I've never seen that movie because in my head I'm like, my dad watched that movie and the whole Phoebe Cates thing. Like I didn't want to watch it with my dad, so I never watched it. Never got like, around to it. That would have been a really bonding father son yeah. sexual awakening. <laughs> uh, both, both so it was. Both of you sitting there. Man, so when it comes to good. when it comes <laughs> to something right, like that, I don't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to like. So I kind of pushed it away. And Mike Bad Boys, I just never got around to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that hey, scene is maybe seven minutes. Yeah, an hour I I, I realize I probably have Bad to Boys watch. Bad Boys Two them. is like uh, 
It's it's not a great movie, but it is a fun movie. Okay, Mike, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with that. Bad like, Boys okay. Two is the reason anybody lets Michael Bay direct anything. <laughs> <laughs> what about Bad Boys One? Well, Bad, Bad Boys, Boys was the reason is... why he got to direct Bad Boys Two. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, you could watch Bad Boys Two without seeing Bad Boys. Exactly, they explain okay. everything. It's that good. Okay. Uh, it, no, not that it's because it's that good. Because it stands on its own. Oscar mm-hmm. nominee Michael Shannon's in Bad Boys Two. Yeah, Ooh. I think. Okay, the high best praise. The best car chase scene I've ever seen is Bad Boys Matrix 2. Matrix 2. Oh, okay. Exactly. It's better than Matrix. <laughs> it's better than Matrix Reloaded. Uh, uh, John Wick 2? Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, uh, okay. Well, not yeah, Mad fuck Max you, Fury Matt. Road. Fuck you, Matt. Fuck you, Matt. That whole movie's a, a car chase scene, but... Better than Black Panther, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was honestly, okay. that highway chase with the boat and everything... Yeah, that was dope. That was like... Mm. I put that up there with Mad Max. Yeah. As, like, one of my favorite car chases. I think we might know what our next episode's gonna be. We've done Bad Boys 2. We haven't. We haven't done any of the Bad Boys. It's my brother's favorite movie. Yeah, he did Last Samurai and John Wick. And The Sandlot. He came in on The Sandlot. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't like baseball. The most baseball person in your life is me, and you bring Dan Taylor in to do fucking Sandlot? My brother and I I'm so offended right now. We love The Sandlot. Shut up, Matt. We love that movie. (laughs) What um, is that summer of squats? Summer of squats. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, right. yeah, dude, Bad Boys Two. Watch I'm, it. I'm Even trying if you to... skip Bad Boys One, you and, and Anna sit down and watch Bad Boys Two. It's a, okay. it's a I don't know if Anna would like it, but probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but Point Break. Did she watch Point Break? Did she watch Speed? All right. Well, no wonder. Is she, she just shaking her, her head? Was. No. Yeah. She's oh, okay. Her head yeah. Um, she's behind me right now. <laughs> no one. Um, did she like John Wick? Did she see John Wick? Did you see John Wick? You know that Just I put the microphone in the face. John Wick is dumb because he started killing people over a fucking dog. What? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you just witnessed our breakup yeah. live on air. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> Whoa! Why? Why? What? <laughs> just move the mic. Just move the mic. Do you know the premise of the dog in his life? Like, we'll fight over this to the day that we His died. Do- his dead wife. His wife died his, of cancer. His and wife left him died a of dog. cancer and left him a dog to remember him. And remember somebody her. remember her. And somebody <laughs> came and killed the dog and stole his prized car. Listen, I will say why did they kill the dog? The whole movie premise is fucking stupid. I can't get it out. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Some hot takes. What the fuck? So wow. Alright. Prepared for this. I don't. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Damn. This is something I don't really remember. No. All right. So anyway, I think we have to leave. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. All right. So, are you not a dog person, Anna? No, I am. I just think that the not that dog. <laughs> not a beagle girl. <laughs> not a bee girl. Um. All right. So um. Like I was originally saying. I'm not really over it. This I'm is not really yeah, over I'm not over it either. <laughs> I'm trying to survive right now. I, I need I to get to, my mind off of I this topic. To, I have to probably say that was possibly the worst audio part of this <laughs> entire show. We've had these systems crash on us before. Yeah. But that was probably the worst. Wow. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't like this? My voice. My voice. My, <laughs> my voice is shot, so that high raised voice wouldn't be so well, bad. Well, all the vocals from the No Defeat show. The No yeah. Defeat show um, is pretty dope all right, today. I think, all I right. think it's time. All right, so yeah. I, I, I do have one thing of why I like this As movie he picks a, a lot. Sorry. Yeah. You like John Wick? No, no, no. Do you no, no, the World's no, End? No, the World's End. Okay. okay. So yeah. I like the World's End, I think, 
more so than you guys because I feel like when you it's watch it contest. No, 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 I know. I know. I apologize. I don't mean it like that. But um I really appreciate when you watch them like close together. You could kind of see the growth of Edgar Wright get better and better from each movie. So with Shaun of the Dead, it's like a very funny movie. There's visual cues that you don't really get anywhere else. But then in Hot Fuzz, he doubles down on it. And the whole thing with the every frame of painting where like he's traveling to the to the countryside. And then like the, and this one he double doggy downs on it. He double doggy downs. <laughs> you know, like the cinematography in this movie was great. Yeah. Like, no, it was yeah. Fin- no, 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 I'm, I'm saying pouring the beer. When they're pouring the beer he slides across the bar to the like trans- talk to somebody who doesn't want to talk to yeah. yeah. The scene transitions. Yeah. Oh, it's the, good. Every, yeah, everything it's was smooth. like really, really smooth Very in this smooth. movie. And I feel like the comedy also got better with this movie. I felt like there was a lot of, like, funny things that kind of got you, like, going. And one of my favorite scenes is, uh, you know, when he goes to see the Reverend, and he's like, I got a, a we have a, a secret knot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, you got any weed? <laughs> and it's just like, oh, so secret. <laughs> Don't do that anymore, and, uh, okay. like Harry. And, you no, know, yeah, like, it's like still, like, he does, like, a lot of things, like, WTF, it's like, what the fuck does WTF mean? And, like, and what so the fuck? Like, oh, okay, oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there was a lot of things like that where it took the whole group to kind of put the bit together. Yeah. How is, and the chemistry. How your mother's funeral? Uh, three words. It was really, really sad, I guess. That's, that's two, two words. words. <laughs> really, very sad. <laughs> really, very sad. No, yeah. I, I like that. Uh, he's just like, how could you do this? This is terrible. Like, what do you mean it's terrible? She's, my, my mom's alive. She's yeah, it's just a white lie. Like, well, she's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like the movie was. I I think you were able to see how he grew as a director throughout the movie, and uh, like throughout the three movies, like stylistically, and stylistically, yeah. and and comedy wise and stuff like that. And yeah, the character development for you might not be there, but director development is there for me. Well, I also you know? think it's it's not only Edgar Wright that grew when these three movies it's also Nick Frost and, and Simon, Simon Pegg Peg. yeah that too and their like yeah. acting ability like you saw when he did when Simon Pegg had that freak out at the end it was real that was real like that, that, was, was, that was tough and then like you like even, even when Nick he, Frost like, when the 10th the beer right and he just like when just him swallowing it down you can see like the emotion in there yeah mm-hmm. and he's just like this is and you can tell like this is all he has no, yeah, yeah definitely and honestly like I think maybe you're right maybe there was more development than I thought but I just didn't like the way that the, the direction that the characters went in, maybe it wasn't positive it. development. Yeah, it wasn't like, like what you think of like. Or I didn't feel like it was a guy earned. going out of the ditch to then like you know become like a full time job or something like that. It was a guy who was in the ditch who managed to get the closure a job right away. I'd be really upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Maybe that maybe that's that's what it was. But uh, but yeah. All right, great point to end on. I will say that the movie though. You know, many people would say that it lacks in some areas. Stylistically, this uh, is a very Edgar Wright movie to look at yeah. if you want to mm-hmm. see like this is peak. This right peak. Right. Some would say that this is where this is a, an example of more style over substance. But mm-hmm. you know, there's definitely enough style and substance to go around. Mm-hmm. So um, just like enough crack in your cocaine. I mean, cocaine in your crack. In your crack. Mm-hmm. Just just get you right through in it your, in your prison pocket. <laughs> yeah. To, to, to get to get going. All right. So uh, that's the shoot, everyone. Uh, thanks so much for going through that. Uh, big shout out to the relationship you counselor press... that Mikey and Anna are going to need after oh, yeah. after this <laughs> devastating conversation. Um, everyone, did you we, score it? No, not yet. We didn't give this one a grade. I'm gonna lean. 
Um, I only because I feel like I gave. Um, what did I get? We gave Hot Fuzz like a nine, right? We gave Hot Fuzz a nine, an eight and a half, nine. I eight and a half, nine. I think I'll give. Well, Sean... that's because we really like it. Like, we're, that's both no, of our favorite. No, I know. Movies, yeah. I I give that. I think that's a ten. Like, I think that's a perfect. It, do you think it qualifies for our? Which Hall would of make fame? the world end in yes. eleven? Yes. Yeah. No, I... no. <laughs> no, that that should be in the Hall of Fame. That's that's I, from I, start I, to finish a, a perfect ten movie. I, I think it, it, it is like I think that is probably the best that Edgar Wright will ever do. Mm-hmm. Um. And Baby Driver was close. Baby Driver was extremely really close. close. So I would give Hot Fuzz. I still give it a nine, and for reasons that you know we'll, we'll hear in the Hot Fuzz podcast, um, I'll give Shaun of the Dead an eight, and I'll give this movie a seven. Okay. Yeah, because like you said, they did the characters. I think there was a little more characterization than I initially gave it credit for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and stylistically and and com- comedically, it was it really hit for me sometimes mm-hmm. yeah a lot more this time I'll give it a seven and a half mm-hmm. I'm a little higher it, higher on it than you are but yeah. still it's not my favorite so I, I think it's like nine for Hot Fuzz eight for Sean and seven and a half for this mm. it's a, it's close but I'm still like I'm still dead set that this is a one a two and a three uh, I, I yeah I'd like to see more yeah but that's mm-hmm. just yeah and Mikey you alright so uh, Hot Fuzz I would give a ten yeah um I feel like Shaun of the Dead, I, I would give, like, a 9. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie... Would you also give it a 9? I a think nine? I would also give it a 9. Okay. I think I would also give it a 9. I, I, maybe Shaun of the Dead, I think I would give, an, like, an 8.5. Okay. And and bump this up to a 9. But I still like them the same. But I think this movie's more well done than Shaun of the Dead. Gotcha. gotcha. I still love Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know... I know. I, I understand. I hear you. Yeah. All right, so there you go, guys. That's the shoot. Uh, thank you, Mikey, for joining us. T- no. uh, tell me, because I'm asking, where can they find you online? Where can the homies find uh, you? You can find me... Uh, Since they do know your first and last name. This uh, is true. Uh, Dquats on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, MDquat on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitch? Twitch, you can find me at Dquat. Did you run any other podcasts? I am on another podcast. How did leading? you know? Uh, because I'm a master of leading questions. Oh, that's right. That's why he's the host. This, with so, the host. so you and can so you can find me. <laughs> you can find me co-hosting with Brian uh, and our good friend Andrew um, on the Pick Last podcast. The vocalist of No Defeat. The yeah. vocalist of No Defeat um, killed it tonight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, you can find us at the Pick Last podcast. If you like football, it's a football centric podcast. Um, even if you don't, we just you yeah. Even if you don't, too, yeah. No, 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 we, can't, yeah. we, we went to go with the mayhem, and he was like, nah, he put a squash on that real quick. I did. It's on on, on recording. Church and state. Yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. what he said. That's right. You don't shoot where you eat. That's right. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. And uh, guys, if you think that this, if you agree with Anna, this was your favorite Cornetto trilogy. Also, if you are a sociopath like Anna and didn't think that the dog and John Wick dying yeah. was the most emotional moment What's of 2015, then go ahead and, and hit us up and tell us why at moviemayhempodcast at gmail.com. I and wanted to kill people. Before we go, before we go, yeah. uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Creepy Tees at, on Etsy, creepytees.etsy.com. They reached out to us a little while ago and just want to say, what's up, homies? Yeah. Also, I'm Brian, me, the one who's speaking right now. 
Typically, yes. Typically, yes. And I'm going to be doing the Homework Club podcast later this week. Homework oh. Club. Homework yeah. Club. The Homework Club. There are some homies from England. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking... Uh, and asked, we just did an English movie. And we just did, yeah, but we're not going to be doing that. <laughs> we're not going to be doing an English accent. Uh, no, I, they asked me what movie I wanted to do. So what movie did you choose? I chose the uh, Little Shop Horrors. Oh, because they never they never did it, and I want to save Maximum Overdrive for this year. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it really uh, crossed my mind. I'm like, oh, he Maximum tried to get Overdrive. me to do it today. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not watching that movie. It was yeah. outside of Andrew's yeah. house, and he's like, oh that. yeah, let's let's watch like maybe a car, maybe a movie about cars that drive themselves. And I'm like, are you talking about Maximum Overdrive? He's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I am. That 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 uh, that coming up real soon. Guys, make sure you hit us. Yeah, don't let this Make happen. sure if you ever see that poll on Twitter to always vote against it. <laughs> it is more important than the midterm elections. Yes. You do it's not vote most for dire overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that's the shoot, everyone. Uh, Just what is in. it that you want to do? And we'll see you later. We want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. Up. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Thank <laughs> you.